0: Whoa, Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. It's a victory Monday, first one in a month. How's everybody feeling today? Sun came back out, sky is blue. Everything feels better after a yep, win, the sky right? sky is blue, just like Titan. That's right, that's Titan blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Blaine and Mickey, we're going to be here with you today until 3 o'clock. We're going to have plenty of time to take phone calls. we got ding-dong of the week coming up. David Beauclair is going to join us, what, in hour number two? Is that right? David Beauclair at two twenty. So you'll have plenty of uh, chances to uh, check in with us today. You want to talk about what you saw with the game yesterday. The defense pitched its first shutout since the year 2000. The year 2000 at home. Uh, they pitched one on the road, what, three years ago, I think. But,
1: 2017 at the Giants.
0: Okay, so literally Blaine Bishop and Kevin Dyson were in the last game at home. That was a shutout. Uh, and you we remember
1: did, it, Blaine? I'm curious.
0: Yeah, we were talking about this. You guys, they actually had a shutout against Cleveland the week before on the road, then shut out the Cowboys in the final regular season game because we were asking you to remember which game it was, and we had actually talked about that game last yeah. week, and you're like, I don't remember. I, I, it's a Cowboys game. I definitely remember the Cowboys. It was
2: freezing, but uh, I, I don't remember the Cle- – what was the Cleveland score? Do you remember the Cleveland score?
0: That was like 24 to nothing. You beat the Cowboys 31 I did. to nothing? I yeah, think? Mickey knew like my stats or something. Nah, he looked it up. We looked him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you did. Sack you you did that. had a
2: good game? Yeah, cost fumble, fumble recovery or something. Yep. I said, no, nah, I don't remember. No, no it, was just, it was just another game there, Lucas, because I really don't. Uh, especially even shutouts. They were so hard to do. You know, and that, that's what's funny, just listening to – Everyone talk about the play of the Tennessee Titans in totality. Uh, Offense, defense, special team. I I don't think they understand how hard it is for a shutout. Now, did the offense play good or average or what happened? Yeah, but it's still a shutout, and they did enough. Here's a good comparison. I I wonder if you guys, what you guys think. New England only throws the ball how many times? Three times? Three times. Uh Uh-huh. Against Buffalo, yeah.
1: And they had one. What was the score? Oh, gosh. What was the final? uh 14 to 10. Let me check. I think 14 it was 14 to 10. Let's just say it was that. Yeah. Nobody,
2: I know he's the best in the world as a coach. Nobody's complaining that they only threw the ball three times. Nobody. Guess why? Because they won the game. So ultimately, the job is to win the game. Yep. Uh, so you can nitpick and everything else. We can do that. That's what we're in the business for. But we're not sitting in the chairs of the players, let alone the coaching staff. So, hey, it's hard to shut somebody out. Uh, you know, it was twenty to nothing. Yeah, it could have been thirty something to nothing Maybe, probably, if they would have played up to par offensively, they don't have all their weapons. Uh, the Jaguars' defense is actually pretty good. Yep. Uh, as we knew, uh, going into it, and uh, so you know, they live and learn, and they, you know, maybe, uh, maybe not having that physicality with the time off with the linemen affected them more than any of the position. Yeah, let's wonder about that. So I bet they'll rev it back up in the running game. They got to be able to run the football. Uh, eventually, hopefully, that helps them in the pass game because they got isolated a couple times, and it, it didn't look pretty. And then sometimes, you know, Tannehill didn't get rid of the ball, and then sometimes Tannehill got they got free shots on him. So you don't know whose fault it was or wasn't. But when somebody gets a free shot, it is, you got to always pretty much assume that it's on the quarterback. Uh, you know, you can go into your protection scheme, but if he's coming free, you know, you got to know you got you know, you to get that ball hot. So all those things said, man, that's a heck of a performance. By the defense, as you started off with with a shutout, that 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 goose egg is hard to do. So hats off to to the players, the coaching staff, and everything with that. Uh, it, it was pretty impressive, you know. Just to think that that could happen. I think they I think they were talking. I hear Bayer talk about they said they rushed for hundred, almost two hundred yards against them last time in the first game. I think uh, one hundred ninety-eight yards. Yeah. And this time they they rushed for eight yards. Eight
0: on so eight carries. Minus
2: one hundred ninety. Yeah. Wow. That Utah got some some guys got up and and really uh, got off their horse and said we're going to dominate. You know, you can say the Jaguars are inept on offense and everything. They're an NFL team. Uh, they they beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. They did just enough. Uh, so a win's a win's a win. And uh, man, it, it looked impressive on the you know impressive on the defensive side with a jailhouse. Blitz! Oh, I loved it, man. That's kind of like how we lived on the edge all the time, <laughs> <laughs> man. It was not a comfortable feeling being a defensive back, but boy, that ball comes out high, and you never know where it's going to be. So uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. So yeah, they did the job. Uh, you know, no big concerns with the uh, Bullock. I know a lot of people were talking about that. He came back and made it. Now, if he didn't miss the second one, I, w- I would be like, "Uh oh, what's going on?" But he came back, and nailed it right down the middle. Uh, so that w- that was all good. Uh, Rashawn Evans and. You know, uh, Brown, both INTs, uh, you know, screen, uh, you know, did really well. Fulton did well, got int. So, hey, man, great defensive performance. And that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes one side of the ball plays better than the other and they at the fort. Hey, the offense carried the fort all last year, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so this year it's going back and forth. Uh, so hopefully they'll peak both sides and special teams at the right time. I got a little, a little nervous with uh Rogers there returning kicks though. I don't know if he should return kickoffs, but the punts I'm I'm okay with, but it's uh, he's still a little shaky, but it was okay if you want to get, you know, critical. But who's
0: better? So we'll see. I wonder if Golden Tate will get a look at punt returner and maybe Hilliard if he's getting less carries would get a look another look at kick returner. If 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 you said, let's let's make Golden Tate active for a week, let him be the punt returner and slot guy, let Hilliard return the kickoffs.
2: Hey, look, I lo- I love, yeah. I-, I think, I think you're onto something there. I, I like my running backs because they're a thicker built guy mm-hmm. for kick returns because guys getting a lo- bigger head start run. I mean, but they get head starts on both. But I, I like it there. I think Rodgers is more comfortable returning the punt. Mm-hmm. I-, I just do. So I, I like maybe a-, a thicker guy, maybe a running back guy back there. And now I know there's a lot of talking. I know he's local and it's Golden Tate, but if anybody looks at his last couple years in the league, not too impressive. He's yeah. not the Golden Tate of old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. We can press that button all we want to, but he's not the quick guy who can, you know, make nothing out of something. Now, every now and then, when you get to this point in your career, he can show flashes of what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but to say that he's better than the guys are doing it right now, it's hard for me to say that. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, you know, even at the slot position, uh, what what was the team he was with last? Where, you know, he did a lot. See, we all remember him because of his New York Giants days where he was elite. Yeah, hard to stop. Our Seahawks days. After those two teams, then after that, it kinda dipped down. And I, I love Golden Tate and all the local products, you know, you know, kids from here and everything else. I just don't know if he's that guy. Now, what I can say is he's sure handed on punt returns, as you're kind of talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and if you want a, a depth piece, uh to say that he's better than Chester Rogers today, I, I heard somebody say that. I I, I say that. I I can't say that. I can't say that. Then the old Golden Tate, yeah, it wouldn't be a comparison. Right.
1: He had two thousand yard seasons in Detroit, really three total, but two and sixteen and seventeen, mm-hmm. and then hasn't had one since
2: sixteen, seventeen. So seventeen. So what was his numbers where he's been at since seventeen?
1: His most recent season in twenty twenty with the Giants, he played in four, or excuse me, played in twelve games, three hundred eighty eight yards, two touchdowns.
2: Mm-hmm. Guess how many yardage uh, Julio Jones has? Somewhere around it's about. That, it's almost that the exact
1: same. Yeah. yeah. See,
0: he was mm-hmm. really for me. I'm thinking of him more just. As a punt returner, uh, he did return 14, let's see, 14 punts in his last two years with the Giants, and he averaged 9.4 yards per return. Now, he didn't return any kickoffs, but I don't remember him as a kickoff mm-hmm. returner. But I do remember him as a punt returner. I just wonder if that might be something they would kick the tires on. Yeah.
2: No, I know a lot, of, you know, sometimes you sign veteran players for uh, certain reasons, mm-hmm. Uh and I don't know if they really signed him for a security blanket or to be a guy that they want to implement immediately. Mm-hmm. No different than Zach Cunningham. I mean, sure. like, now that you have your players, you could take your time and say, you know, I mean, they, they got some backups out, mm-hmm. but you don't have to rush him. He that's not an immediate start here. Right. We need you. Now, if Chester Rogers got hurt, I think then they would think a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. We we need him back here to return punts and you can he can be a serviceable, you know, receiver if needed. Uh so you know, I, I think that's kind of where they're at. Uh, you know, when you hear him say, oh, we want to see where he's at in shape and learn to play, but that's all things to say, we're not ready to play him yet. Right. You can make up all the shoes you want to. where well, he was sitting on the couch. He, he might have stayed in shape. We don't know that. So they're not ready. They don't. Maybe they don't like what they see, that he's not better than what they already have. Right.
0: So until we see him in an actual game, do we know he's better? And if you wonder, if they think he's better than what they already have, They'll play you immediately. Look at Cody Hollister, who came off the street and started. And Greg, some of these guys have done that. I mean, they want to, I would say
2: that's a little different case because they already knew what he could do. Yeah. They knew him. So the guys get it wrong all the time. I mean, you know, if a guy's better or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a good example was last year, guys in house. When I saw Will Compton was playing in front of Long, I said, that shouldn't be happening. Long is better than him. Period. I mean, it's just nothing against Compton, but why was he out there over him? Well, we're seeing now, all of a sudden, that changed throughout last season, and he was out there. Uh, so, and then we're seeing what he can do now. So, sometimes they do get it wrong. I mean, we can't assume that they they always get it right. We, does the draft pick work like that? All, every draft pick?
1: Dylan just didn't draft right, that. Right, right, right.
2: <laughs> Again. Right, so... Uh, you we want to say we think that they got it right, but they don't even know until they actually see him in a game. Right. I mean nobody I never would have thought Hilliard would, would be this good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't you know, have a great day yesterday, but he's got some juice to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I kinda like what I saw. I never even heard of the kid till we signed him. Then you go ask around to people in Cleveland and had him uh,
0: they go, Oh yeah, this guy this guy was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll
0: get into that more on the other side. We'll do Ding Dong of the Week. Let's check in right quick though with Russell in Columbia, who's on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Russell, what's going on? Thanks for calling. Hey,
3: uh, good to hear you guys uh, talk. I uh, seem so I know AJ Brown's coming back in a couple of weeks. So I've kept up with that. Uh, just I, I have not heard specifically what's wrong. Did they release that kind of information?
0: Ooh. Um, yes, they released it for him. It was uh. Chest. Is that right? Yeah, and you said chest. Uh, uh, Chest. Some kind of a chest. Oh, he
2: was was a bishop or
0: or a king or queen. It was chest. Uh, Chest. Now, (laughs) just kidding. He got got hit really hard on the sidelines. Yeah, you you know who hit him. In the last game.
2: He used to play for the Titans. The slot guy we picked up in the trade from San Diego. The other king. Yeah, L.A. Yeah, Yeah. King. That's who hit him. And he was playing outside there. He was. Yeah. Desmond King, I think. It is Had an interception, too. Yeah, he yeah, did. he, did did. That he had a nice game. He looked good. He did. I was like, whoa. And guess what? He came to hit him on that sideline. Typically, corners aren't like that. But he knew Brown is a strong guy. Right. He can turn that corner and go right up that sideline if I try to push him. And, you know, he had his you know ribs exposed and everything. He just hit him. He was, it was an illegal hit. Everything else. Boom. You knew immediately. Hey, Brown was like, oh, Hey. Wait, huh? I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. So that that was, uh, yeah. and when he comes back, he's gonna come back roaring, guaranteed. Yeah,
0: I'd like to see that. I know Tannehill would like to see that. Oh, Tannehill would love that. Yeah, he, he was can, like, "Hey, can
2: you speed that process up?"
0: He can come back. Bud Dupree can come back this week. Um, he go, he can go in the window of coming back, and the next week could be AJ Brown, although. They do play on, what, Thursday of next week. That's something you've talked about a little bit, about how do you handle timing for guys when it's Thursday, not Sunday. Mm, it's going to be interesting. I don't know
2: how they going to choose to, but Bud DeVries is going to be pumped up just because of uh,
0: – What week is it? Oh, you know what, what week, week it is. is it's time to get out your big shoulder pads and your neck rolls. Pittsburgh week. Week, man. I, I would
2: be making sure he is ready to go if not he is not playing. Because <laughs> he, he
0: may hurt himself. Oh, he's going he, – hey, man. He is, they're going to unleash a lion if he plays. Oh, man. Not a Detroit lion, thank goodness. All right, Ding Dong of the Week when we come back. You can hit us on Twitter with that. You can call 615 Already got some Ding Dongs in the zone TV chat. Mm. Uh, join us next, if you will, and share your Ding Dong with Blaine and Mickey. They sharing a Ding Dong? Blaine and Mickey, one zero four five. The zone. Come on, man! This is a ding dong of the week. music. I, I
1: gotta quit hanging out with you guys in the studio. <laughs> <I> We're <Well, you're laughs> solving scrambling. all the world's problems
0: in here, though. <laughs> all right, you want you want to hit that? Do you do you have a holiday version? I mean, are we gonna go Carol of the Bells, or you know, Paul McCartney' Wonderful Christmas Time with some ding dong in it, or are we just gonna do the usual and keep their heads ringing?
1: I think we stick with I think we stick with the usual. I mean, the I song's thought, just too good.
0: Surely for maybe next week, just one time for the holidays, we switch it up a little bit. All right, time for. Ding dong of the week. Um, Mark Spain Real Estate makes that happen for us. Let me uh, let me find my quick reader here. I know Eric is going to lead us off on the Mark Spain Real Estate hotline. Let's go ahead and. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing or as we like to say. Don't be a ding-dong, use Mark Spain. Let's lead off with our buddy Eric in Nashville. Eric, you, uh, you always get in line first after Titans games. You always get in line first for Ding Dong of the Week, man. How you doing today?
3: Uh, I'm doing just fine, guys. My ding dong of the week has to be a football team, and it's got to be the Las Vegas Raiders. For making the decision before the game, you score a st- stomp on the Kansas City Chiefs logo <laughs> for 60 nice and seconds, fun. and then they proceed to stomp on you for 60 minutes during the football game. Beat you 48 to nine. After a few weeks ago, beat you 41 to 17. So they basically in two games have outscored you 89 to 26. It had to feel so good for Andy Reid in both of those victories because last year when the Raiders beat the Chiefs in the shootout, the Raiders got on the bus and did a victory lap around the stadium. <laughs> I mean, if you're do something as idiotic as that, you better be sure you win the football game. So, Las Vegas Raiders, you are
1: my
0: ding-dongs.
1: Thank Whoa. you, Eric. Took, Man, took mine. A good one, too. Took my ding-dong. Eric took your ding-dong. Oh, he, took he it. Did?
0: Why yep. do the Raiders start out every year like six and two and then just completely fall apart? I know this year they don't have a coach, but they do this every year. It's amazing.
1: First play of the game was a scoop and score by the Chiefs. The route was on within seconds.
0: <laughs> uh, Several ding-dongs in the uh Zone TV chat. Lonzo <laughs> says ding-dong of the week. Jags rushing offense. Not even double-digit yards. Eight uh, yards. That is <laughs> Steeler B said it. Urban is the ding-dong of the season. What a disaster. He has lost the locker room and the team.
2: A little drive-by. I don't even know if he got an eye contact with uh, Vrabel. Now, they did say they talked, you know, about 10 minutes before the game you know, out there on the field. But, man, he definitely is not a, he's a sore loser.
0: <laughs> he was. He just looked lost. Deadpan Urban face. just looks lost. He looks like he would rather be anywhere in the world. Think about anybody you know who's in a situation that's not the situation they want to be in. And think about their face. That's Urban Myers. He passed Mike Vrabel on Sunday.
2: Yeah, deadpan face.
0: Like, just empty inside. Yeah. Like, there's nothing going on there. And during the game, he looks just like, just kill me now.
2: Yeah.
0: He looks just like how I look when I'm watching the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the what the heck is going on around here? <sighs> Man.
0: Right. Let's get Joseph in Smyrna next. Again, Ding Dong of the Week. We do this every week, courtesy of our friend Mark Spain. Joseph, who's got your Ding Dong this week?
3: Man, I got a big sweet ding dong for Ben Jones in the cartwheel.
0: Ooh, that
2: was
3: sweet. That was
0: awesome, dude. I just didn't want him to get hurt, though. Right, Joseph? I mean, he can't get hurt doing that. Oh, Joseph just dropped himself. He just oh, he racked himself with that his ding dong. Awesome.
2: Yeah, people, you know, try to make fun of those big
0: guys with the big bellies. You see, you see him, see him do that cartwheel. That was that was pretty impressive for a big guy. There were people talking about it, and then I guess somebody found video. And you can see him in the background. He goes flying through the end zone and pow pow pow! Like yeah. he's not even playing around. He does an actual like spring off his hands. Yeah, that's, that's with equipment
1: on. It's like a Zapruder Zapruder film of Ben he's Jones just doing grainy a cart in the background. Yeah, yeah super I grainy. I did
2: how athletic these dudes are. And that's
1: what, <laughs> it's like. Bigfoot
0: footage. What is he three ten or something? And then full pads. Yeah, I don't know, but he's a. And he's been blocking the whole series, and then he goes and does a cartwheel. He'll too exhausted. Those dudes are just different. Lawan could probably do a cartwheel. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want him to try right now. No, I wouldn't either. But I, <laughs> that's one of the biggest most athletic dudes. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy how athletic they are. Cuzzo Mike in Nashville with the ding-dong next. Cuzzo, if somebody can steal my ding-dong.
3: What's up? Yeah, what's hey, going on, what's man? Up, fellas? Hey. No, much. I was calling to give my uh give you guys my ding-dong, but I also uh got a question for Blaine after I give you my ding-dong. <laughs> okay. So, the my ding-dong of the week is for all the media people year after year who picked Buffalo. Well, last year and this offseason, who picked Buffalo, who picked the Browns, who picked the Raiders, to be so much better. And once again, it shows Ooh. they are still the Browns, they are still the Bills, and they are still the Raiders. Okay? Wow. <laughs> dropped not... the mic there on that
1: one. That's nice.
3: <laughs> we can stop, this, stop it, okay? like Every year, they keep Doing this, the the Browns are so much better when the uh, the NFL is better when the Browns are winning and the Raiders are historic. Yeah, the historic snake bitten loser. So call <laughs> for what it is. Let's stop it. <laughs> <Just> stop <laughs> but um, uh, my question for 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 the Hitman, man, uh, hit, hit man, you know I got a deep love for you, brother. So All this right. morning they asked a question on J. Martin Ramon. What who, what player? Would, would would be a heck of a sight to see in with the jags right now and i couldn't help but to wonder what would the hitman be saying in that locker room maybe not in the press conference but in that locker room, if he was with the Jags, and I just really like to hear what <gasps> you say, uh, what you got to say on that. Also, bust the screen, reverse ding-dong, but taking Janoris' job, I think he's
2: going to take it, and yeah. I'm out. Deuces. Yeah, well, no, yeah. deuces. yeah, I wouldn't be shocked there, man. Reverse ding-dong. Know.
0: We're yeah. doing that now. Yeah, yeah. We're, I,
2: I like that. I like screen, too. Yeah, I, like, I think I like him over Jack
0: Rabbit. That dude's played inside, played outside, started Ooh, outside I yesterday. It. I know I you like it. him, and you were on him early. Yeah. This wasn't something that just happened yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't a big Jack Jack Rabbit guy. Well, yeah. Jack Rabbit may have relegated himself down the line a couple of clicks. Well, I so. mean, you know,
2: he's still not making you know, you know, so he's he's playing up to the level that he's getting paid. So yeah, it is what it is. You know, I don't know how I would be in the Jackson until I'm in that kind of situation. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't be saying anything to the media. Yeah, uh, as far as that would be detrimental or something that was actual factual going on in there that was uh, disruptive or call it, causing anything. Of controversy. Uh to me it's just like family. You keep everything in house. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what I think that's where Urban goes wrong. Right there. He he threatens people and then I'm gonna fire you instead of say, Hey, look, we are all a family. We're supposed to keep everything in house. Yeah, well, we're we gonna disagree, agree to disagree and all those things, ultimately it all falls on me. See, he doesn't ever take any accountability for the mistakes. Instead, he, he points the finger
0: opposite. Running back's coach didn't put Robinson.
2: It yeah. mm-hmm. wasn't me. Right. Yeah. So, ultimately, no, if the running back coach didn't do it, that means you did it because you co-signed on it, and right. you're the head boss. See that? That's how it works, Urban. Not, not point the finger. This is not, not your fault. So, I, I just think uh, that's probably all I would be talking about is that we should be more of a family and to him. You know, and that uh, this doesn't work like that in in the National Football League. This is not college where you can manipulate young individuals' mind cells and then they'll do whatever you tell them to do at 18 to 22. It's not that that these guys have their own mind and own thought process, and uh, you got to treat them that way. Treat them that way just like you you would treat anybody else. Right. And and whether it's they like it or not, tell them in their face. That's it. What they're doing, what, what they're not doing to be you know, as good as they can be on this team. So I, I think honesty really is where it starts for me.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know if there's any of that going on right now in, in Jacksonville. It's a mess. Uh, Mahogany in Nashville up next with a ding D, as it is written on here by uh, our buddy Lucas. He he uh, did the, uh, the, the small script. What's going on, Mahogany? What you got?
3: Man. So I got a couple ding dongs this week. Okay. Uh-oh.
0: The first Uh-oh. one Don't is take mine.
3: the first one is Boomer Esiason Uh-oh. on the NFL today after the game. He was talking and they were going through some analysis, and it just looked like he couldn't figure out uh, his technology because his uh, Alexa on his laptop started speaking to him during the set and everything <laughs> like that, and it kind of just looked like he was having some issues and some Boomer problems with technology. So that's my first one. Oh. And my second one's in more, and just because the Steelers hate week, my ding-dong goes to Ramon
0: Foster. I'm oh. out. Oh, oh, man. Poor Ramon. He's getting, he's going to get into drive-bys all week. Oh my. Jay has already said in the Zone TV chat, it's hate Ramon Foster week. <laughs> we can't <laughs> like, you can't hate Ramon Foster. He's like the nicest person in the when world. They
2: play, they, oh, man. They, they, yeah, the, the bumblebee color is out today. It's all week, man. Oh, boy, the Steelers week, I would be just lit. Yeah, that's not the time to talk to the hit man.
0: Younger Titans fans Mm -hmm. don't understand this because they might hate the Colts or the Jags or the Texans. The Titans and the Steelers, the Oilers and the Steelers, were a fantastic rivalry. And even when the Titans became the Titans, it was still the old AFC Central, and it was Steelers and Titans and Ravens. Those were the games that got people fired up. Steelers week, there's something different about that. Yeah,
2: but Steelers week still goes on just because of uh, the pedigree of the organization. It doesn't matter if it's AFC Central, South, or what have you. So it's just that, you know, when you're going to play them, you know, you better be ready, buckle up. It's going to be a physical game, and uh, you better bring your best. Even when they're down, uh, it's hard to ever count them out. That's why I was talking about the Vikings game last week. I, you know, it was 29 nothing mm-hmm. at half. And I'm like, oh, this game is over. And whatever, you never, these elite. Hall of Fame color players that uh, doesn't have their fastball anymore can always pull one more out, and they got it in their back pocket, and they could could go and win a game. So it's a dangerous team, so that's kind of how I look at them because they're still in the fight. I think they're only uh, two games back, Mm -hmm. uh, but really only one game for second, and maybe two teams make it out of there. So they're all kind of bunched up together there, and you don't know what to expect out of the Ravens, especially now with Jackson down, and we don't know how long he'll be down. So... Steelers, they got capable players. So uh yeah. And this is a team that won't die. Good coaching, uh tough players, mentally tough players. I'm not just talking about the physical side. So uh this is this is a this will be a huge one on the road to get to solidify that we are a legitimate playoff contender team. And not just that, but continue as the number one team. You'll see now everybody, at the national media now they're talking about the Chiefs and whoever else in the AFC, but they don't mention the Titans. No, went, still don't. He did the number one seed. Yep. So this is another chink in the armor. Boom. Let's check put this check mark by the Steelers.
0: Buffalo Bill up next on the Mark Spain Real Estate oh, Hotline. Buffalo He's got a response to Cuzzo Mike. What's going on, Buffalo Bill? Uh oh. Oh, the Bills. Hey, what's up, y'all
3: man? Hey. I listen to y'all every day. And
0: yeah. I'm a Bills fan. Oh. Born and raised in
3: Tennessee. Born and raised in Tennessee. Y'all weren't around. I'm thirty nine years old. I didn't switch like the rest of them. But <laughs> but Come on now, Cuzzo. What are you talking about? Pick the Bills every year. This is, uh, In 25 years this is the first time anybody's picked the Bills for anything. Talk about picking the Bills and the Browns.
1: Oh, okay. Act
3: like the Titans were like the little cousins. Come on now.
2: Yeah, I did pick the Bills over Tampa Bay, right, uh, Lucas? I'm sure Lucas is going to ha ha uh-huh. He, he did. did. Yeah, yeah, and I think over time they left I the phone call. Yeah. I think you knew the fans there, too? They were warring it. They game. made it interesting.
1: Ooh.
0: They did. Oh, they made it interesting. <laughs> and Allen left in the boot, right? He got beat up in that game. That guy's a super weapon. The way he runs, I, I would be so tempted to run him even more than what they do, the way he runs.
1: 100 rush yards. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, I wouldn't be tempted to run him any more than they did in that game, but look what happened when he started running. Uh, Good things for them. Yeah, Well, yeah, well, he's in a boot today. Yes, he is. Because you can't (laughs) run your quarterback that much. That's why I say I'd be tempted, but I didn't say I would do it. So, (laughs) Lucas, your ding-dong was taken right off the bat, right? You were Raiders, but
1: a couple secondary ding-dongs. And I'll just use one that Russell called in again that he wanted to throw out. Chase Claypool, very much within the statute of limitations. This was on Thursday. We're talking Steelers, celebrating the first down with what? 12 seconds on the clock. He did the <laughs> whole point so on one knee. Come on. Oh, Mike Tomlinson. That wasted at least five seconds. That probably would have gotten him another play. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: but You ready to hear? I, I got, I got, I'm okay. sure Lucas would love this, one, but I'm sure everybody will. Brian Kelly yep. on the music on his big time, what was it, a quarterback recruit? Yeah, big, big time their, get. For LSU, you know, uh, yeah, so it was it was hilarious. They posted this thing, and this guy, him dancing, yeah, his rhythm has to be as, as about as rhythmic as this floor. <laughs> so bad, and it was that bad. Hey man, I gotta give him an A for effort, but a. D for
0: in production because he is.
2: Not, don't do something you're not good at. He is all in, man. How and
1: it, it tells me that maybe he's more of a salesman, so I'm interested to see who he hires as his staff. I mean, he's the one that's laughing because he did get the five star commit at yeah. quarterback oh, in yeah. Walker Howard.
0: We've had this discussion before that yeah. everybody, every coaching staff, out, you need somebody who's not afraid of you, who will say, That's bull crap. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. And, and, I, I, all this came from me because, if you remember, there was a Steelers game. And this was like 10 years ago. But I mean, is he looking cool? To the, no, he, he looks for right, the kids. No, no. Even okay. kids would have to think, okay. this guy looks like he's trying way too hard. There's, there's a, It's on Twitter. You can search it. There was a picture of Mike Tomlin. He was standing next to a guy who looked exactly like him. And the opposite, exact opposite clothing. So everywhere Mike Tomlin's was black, the other guy's was yellow. And everywhere Mike Tomlin's Steelers gear was yellow, his was black. And somebody said, Mike Tomlin and Tyke Momlin.
1: And it's (laughs) it's on Twitter. You can find it out there.
0: And I said, every coach needs a Tyke Momlin, or in our case, a Vike Mabel, who would say, and somebody actually put in his own TV chat, that was Vike Mabel coaching last week against the (laughs) Texans. But you need somebody who says, that's bull crap. Don't do it. You need a Vike Mabel. You need a Tyke Momlin. You need that guy who'll say, uh-uh, don't do that. Well, okay. Well, Brian well, well, Kelly well. has to get one of those people in his life well, ASAP.
2: Well, well, okay, got you. That's what I was about to ask now.
0: How many people that's on a
2: staff, when you're at the position that Kelly is, at? let's just say all SEC school or high-profile school, Texas, Notre Dame, all these schools, how many people are actually scared to tell him what they really think?
3: All now, of them. Because, right, because that's they're
0: why, scared because he's the one got them employed. That's why you have to hire the one guy who, who can say it to you. And, you, and the, the deal is, you can't fire me for telling you the truth. So he needs a kind Brelli who would tell him, hey, man, don't ever dance again and put it on a video. <laughs> don't yeah. ever do that again. Uh, you look ridiculous. You're like the boomer with the boomer technology. Mm-hmm.
2: And then I'm going to take it to the next level. This is why you never hear players say anything bad, because why would you talk about the person who's actually really writing your checks to yep. a certain extent? Mm-hmm. That's why they're never going to say nothing in these interviews. Nobody's going to ever say anything. You're going you to tell the person that's writing you $3 million? The head coach who then can get you released because then he knows the owner. Sure. Go, yeah. So that there's never going to be any public talk of negativity like that. It can't. He was so,
1: dancing like a dad that got way too drunk at his daughter's wedding. <laughs> I don't know. He, didn't, he still didn't look loose enough, man. It was, oh, man. It was, it that's was why rough. I don't dance publicly. You don't want to see that. Yeah. I would it, never
0: do that. Now, I'm not trying to recruit the best, you know, 18-year-old football players in the world, but I know my limitations. And I know don't do that. I know don't do that. Oh, That's why you need a, a don't do that. You need a common sense coach or just somebody who was like, uh, hey, coach, I'm going to come over the headset here. Let's uh, let's stop dancing. <laughs> Turn off the cameras, guys. Uh, destroy that video. Over and no. out.
1: Well, he didn't do that at Notre Dame, right? You never saw anything nope. like that. No, nope. nope. He
0: and his family are down south now, and he was feeling the spirit. He had had a bowl of gumbo. I mean, between the ridiculous accent, the dancing, that's... Everybody needs somebody that they pay a fair amount of money to with a no-cut contract, somebody you trust. It would be like, hey, man, don't ever do that again, and you can't fire me for telling you the truth. Mm, now,
2: he needed one quick, video, ASAP.
0: He needed one yesterday. Well, he needed one like three days ago, <laughs> and this video but, wouldn't hey, be out.
2: To the point, though, it's gone viral pretty much. And now it's putting LSU and Brian Kelly, and he's fun, and <laughs> he's let's go. Fine. Fine. Yeah, you know, see, that's, I mean, so somebody... it's good and bad to
0: it. I mean, it just, you know. And hey, Walker
1: Howard's one of the best players in the country. I mean, that. Did
0: somebody telling me he wasn't fun? Do you think that's it? That's a good point, Maybe, Lane. maybe. Hey, man, you don't come across as fun. Because I, all I ever hear is like, he's stiff corporate
1: CEO-like. Politician. Yes, uh-huh. Mhm.
0: Exactly. A good job, Lucas. Yeah. Well, dad's a politician, right? You, you Right. It. Yeah. And he's
1: a poli sci major. But I think he's overcompensating.
0: Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> like a <laughs> guy, like a divorced guy with a Corvette. He is way overcompensating it
1: right now. Oh man! <laughs> sorry if you're divorced with a
0: Corvette. I wasn't aimed. Able- was like, no, it's too. like Ed that's Orgeron. It's like Ed
1: Orgeron getting divorced and then hitting the market again. He overcompensated I'm sorry, a little bit. sorry
0: because I know somebody right now sitting in their vets and you. Oh me. man! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry.
2: That all was right. that was that was almost as bad as the <laughs> fake slide. And then now you're running out of bounds
0: You uh, still can't get hit. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right, uh, let's come back. We'll finish Ding Dong of the Week. Phone lines open. If you still want to share one, uh, we've got another one from. Um, I can't even say this name in Zone TV chat. We'll finish up. Blank can give this his other his auxiliary ding dongs. Oh, I will give mine because I'm about to solve j- the Jaguars' problem. That's next with my ding dong. Oh, they gonna hire
1: you? Oh, which of yeah. you
0: yeah. don't? <laughs> Seamus Snipes on the marks on uh, Zone TV chat, not via the Mark Spang Real yeah. hotline. He typed this out. My ding dong is Bruce Arians. He called a timeout with fifty seconds left in the first half when the no huddle was working so well. Brady was visibly upset about it. <laughs> don't upset Brady. That does make you a ding dong. Meanwhile, he said after the game, "This is uh, my ding dong."
2: Uh, Arians said, uh, "I don't think the recipe to uh, to winning games is running your quarterback as much as Buffalo did." <laughs> Huh? They almost got you guys, man. (laughs) Y'all went in overtime, man. Almost, (laughs) though. Hey, man, it's not the job to, you know, save your quarterback, but I I get what he's saying, but I don't know if I would have said that. (laughs) And I I like Aaron's, but, man, he's
0: he's a little too honest up up front on that one. <laughs> he's got a Super Bowl. That dude's got his money. He's I say whatever yeah, I he's want.
2: The, he's the guy that goes out and you know tailgates with the the fans after the after the game, man. Oh, yeah. He's he's like, like that. He's your mm-hmm.
0: uncle who's like, oh no, I'm gonna say whatever I want. Yeah, I got the guy. bona fides. I'm gonna I, say I, it. I kind of like you that way. All right, let's get back into your ding dong list. So did you share one? Lucas's ding dong was the Raiders, which was also yeah. shared, uh, and he had an auxiliary ding dong as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mine
2: was Arians, but I I can give you another one. I, I'm I'm not real big on. Ch- the NCAA changes the rule that quickly, but yet they can't handle the cramps. Yeah, that's within the, the zone here. We can get them in there. And so, Or, you know, oh, a guy uh, faked like he was going to run out of bounds and then kept up the field. Yeah, so, I, you know, they they were really knee-jerk reaction. You know, maybe you just call it a penalty and everything else. Uh, but,
0: yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, the Kenny Piggott slide was within, what, 10 days, 11 days it was quick
2: yeah I, I don't
1: even know if there's
2: been a quicker change i don't it. even think
1: it was a week
2: yeah it might have because
1: it happened last week oh, and the, the game was saturday. the saturday before
2: yeah uh-huh yeah they were quick it
1: was they less were... than a week
2: oh yeah i don't think i've ever seen them do something so quick
1: a few things in college basketball that might need to get addressed That that would be helpful
0: it's just ding dong related, or just you know, go ahead and when, okay. when you're in a rule changing yes, mood and change some rules. Right. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, I just it's so strange that this is what they act on with the snap of a finger. Why? Right. Yeah, like...
0: Well, you know why? Just because it was high profile. It went viral. It's yeah, it's it's a viral thing and it's low hanging fruit. It's like the guy who makes fun of Nickelback or the WNBA. It's just low hanging fruit, you know.
2: But the, the cramping has been going viral for years now. It yeah since mean... Nick Saban got pissed about it.
0: Who would have to, would it, maybe Nick Saban's just got to get really pissed about it and he could make him? Change. Well, he started doing it. So he, started, he said, You he can't beat him, join no, him. All right, no one is safe. Oh, uh, so, eh,
2: yeah. That one there, man. And so they, they wilted to the pressure. And what does that say about some of the
0: people in leadership, man? Well, I mean, it's the NCAA. Would you expect anything worse? Oh, man. Eesh. All right, here's my ding dong. I did a radio appearance on the on with the Jags, our buddy Joe Coward, earlier today, and he basically asked about, you know, what's the perception of this in Nashville? And I said, well, what's the old saying? If you got problems, ninety percent of the people are uh, they don't care, and the other ten percent are glad you got them. I said, all those ten percent of the people who are glad you got them are all here. You know, they're, <laughs> they're loving this because you got ball fans who don't like Urban Meyer and Titans fans who don't like the Jags. So you pretty much got it all covered. Um, here, here's here's the thing. All this stuff with Shad Khan and Urban and the Jaguars, it made me think of a couple different things. Number one is when Tommy Smith was the controlling owner for the Titans. He had the same money to spend that Amy Adams-Strunk had. He had the same ability to make the same decisions. Every decision he made was bad. Every decision. He came on the show once, and I asked him, what's the identity of this team? And he couldn't give me a definitive answer. The owner of the team couldn't give a definitive answer on that. I don't know if you remember that or not. He couldn't give a definitive answer. I asked him that, and he said, run the football. And I was like, they, they throw the ball all the time. Right. <laughs> so that's not right. <laughs> so, so there we go. Yes, it may have been you who asked him, what's the identity of the team? And he's like, we're a team that runs the football. Yeah, they run the football. Right? And, they, and they didn't at the time. Your quarterback was getting killed. So I thought about that. I mean, he had the same ability, same access to checkbooks that Amy Armstrong did. He only made bad decisions. Well, Shad Khan has been one of the more generous owners. He spends money mm-hmm. on everything. He spent, what did, what did Joe Cowart tell, tell us? How many, like a billion dollars on contracts or something, if they'd all been seen all the way through? It was just ridiculous how much money he's doled out to players in contracts. But it also made me think of a conversation I've had with both of my kids. If there's always a problem and you're always involved, then that means you're the problem. So you can be generous with your money, and everybody could like you, but you could also be the problem because you make terrible decisions. So does he need a board of directors that make more decisions? He's got a son, Tony, I think well, he's to,
2: involved. When you say make decisions, to me, when you're an owner, I don't think anybody can actually ever be the person that tells you what to do, but you want to have a listening board and a sounding board with your board of trustees that you trust that will hammer home uh, you know, some things that maybe you didn't think about. Yeah uh you know and give you a different perspective on it uh and and even when you're just talking about hiring maybe a football guy uh so you know yeah i I think maybe that he should yeah he may already i don't know if he has it in place or not
0: and there's this lucas sent us this right before the start of the show from peter king uh shod khan is still very likely to bring back urban meyer for 2022 which makes me wonder, will they whiz him like we talked about on the postgame last right. night? Like, let him start, and if it just goes terrible like the Titans, eventually they just fired whiz during the season. Right. Did they just Early on, yeah. Yeah, do they just whiz on him? I mean, figure of speech-wise.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. There, you know, there's also a lot of, you know, he, he doesn't want to, he wants to give it a little more than one year, even though it's horrible. Uh, and he doesn't want to admit that he made that bad of a mistake, so he's going to try to ride it out of one more year, I, I would say, or half of a season or something. Uh, but this one's not going out in the right direction. I think we all, you know, who all talked about it, uh, was curious if he could actually really do it and adapt to the NFL style, really, at the end of the day. And He he's struggled. Uh, it's pretty clear. So I don't know, man, but you better mix, next time you better hit a home run. So then you go with veteran proven NFL coach. What does that look like? Who will be available?
0: Man.
1: Matt (laughs) Nagy. Stop that. And on that note, the first
0: hour has (laughs) ended. Oh no. Second hour of the show coming up. David Beauclair, there's some Purdue bowl news that Vol fans Vol fans will want to hear. I promise you. And we'll give you that next. Blaine and Mickey 1045 The Zone.